Bienvenidos listeners, and welcome to Uber Cinco, the podcast game show where we deep dive top fives. I'm Brian Ernst, your host for today's festivities, and today our contestants will reveal and defend their top five ways to get out of a social gathering. In the den, we have our special little guys. <laughs> in the blue corner, weighing in at more here than he does on the moon, with a made-up record of 38-0, and 0, fists I can only presume are made of lead. It's Nathan, the corn-husking hunk Henenfant. How are Hello. you, Nathan? Oh, I'm great. I just braved uh, the Chicago snowstorm going on right now to get across the street and get an auxiliary Coke Zero. So I am ready to go. Nothing like an ox Coke, baby. And next. <laughs> 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 and in the red corner is appropriately a ginger weighing in at some measure of stone wielding declawed paws that can barely open a lunchable hailing from saint paul minnesota where boxers are born it's mitch the flaming flamingo brinkman (laughs) welcome mitch how are you thank you so much i didn't know you i didn't know you knew that boxers were born in the twin cities uh we were the first ones to wear loose plaid underneath our jeans thank you very much I knew it. I knew it. And a quick message for our returning listeners. We love pleasing your ear holes and are always looking for more to fill. So please consider dropping us a review wherever you download, find podcasts, and be sure to share with your friends. And if you have a topic or fast five you're dying for us to cover, head on over to bizbear.biz to submit your suggestion. Today's topic is, in fact, submitted by the corn-husking hunk's sister, Mrs. Laurel Bingaman. And keeping with the sibling theme for the day, please welcome to Ubersinko today's guest judge, my sister, Allison Macaroni Butters. <laughs> <laughs> How, are How are you, Allison? Oh, fantastic. How are you guys? Better now. <laughs> and for one, just... One more. There we go. <laughs> Allison's in the ring. Uh, and as a reminder, don't forget to stick with, stick with us until the end of the show where we, Brian and Allison Ernst, will give you our Fast Five send-off where we'll rattle off the definitive list of the top five last meals requested by serial killers. Nice light <laughs> topic to end the day. <laughs> And for you newbies, let us wake you out of hibernation with a quick rundown of the rules. Each player in the den has spent time with today's topic, arranging their top five answers in order of importance. Those answers have been submitted to the host who will moderate the game, awarding points to the player with the most poignant answer. Starting with their number five choice, we'll move up the ranks until we reach each of their top answers. But if both contestants happen to have the same answer on their list, well, we have an Uber Stereo. You will hear the official Uber Cinco siren, and both players must reveal their answer and what number they ranked their submission. An Uber Stare Down is all or nothing, with one player earning three points. After all answers have been read, the host will reveal the final score. And as host, I'm entitled to institute a house rule for today's game. 
When referring to yourselves in the third person, it must be as corn husking hunk and flaming flamingo, or Allison has full authority to dock points from both of you. Nathan, okay. you won the pre-show decathlon, so you will go first with your number five. Okay, that was what, corn wait, husking hold on. hunk, hold right? Ho- hold on, hold on, sorry, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said when, when I refer to myself in the third person or when I always... Instead of saying I, I must say the flaming flamingo. When you choose to refer, when you choose to refer to yourself as <laughs> a third person, it has to be the flaming flamingo. Got it. Okay. 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 So don't uh, mess it up when you're off the cuff. <laughs> the flaming flamingo has heard you and it's ready to go. Okay. <laughs> All right, Nathan, your number five way okay. to get out of a social gathering. All right, my number five is anything to do with your kids. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Of course not. This is the most invalid excuse. I know I'm not following the traditional Uber Cinco format here, but my number five is the opposite of what we're going for. The, anything to do with your kids doesn't count. This is simply too easy. No one's going to believe it. You're not fooling anyone. So how many other people in the group have kids and still made it out? So you're obviously using your kids as some prop in your charade. And how dare you? You already brought them into this world without their permission. And now they're a weapon you wield against your friends. And when you're feeling antisocial, what kind of a monster are you? And there's there's plenty of ways around this. You shove them off on the grandparents. No matter how often they see them, they're always going to be thirsting for more grandkid time. And how about the aunts and uncles? Like myself, your kids are going to need some time with them. Folks who will get the, let them get away with behavior that they won't get away with at home. It'll get them out of their system. They'll be better behaved around you. And also, it's time they'll spend with someone who can tell how it really is. Enough of your worldview that you've been pushing on them, which I assure you is not as full of sage wisdom and enlightened truths as you think it is. So get your ass out of the house. And people with kids like to turn this one around on me. And this... <laughs> This one really gets my go. So the classic line that I hear all the time is, oh, you'll understand when you have kids. And this is just pure bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, it's condescending. Second of all, I definitely understand. And in fact, I understood way before you did. And that's why I don't have kids. I saw this shit coming a mile away. So I don't have children. And what I do, I will be old and curmudgeonly enough that no one is going to want to invite me anywhere anyways. Very fair. Wow. Man, I just, Laurel doesn't come to your Manchester United slash Lisa Fisher themed party once. And you just, your your goat has been gotten forever. Let it go. All right. Just get some cells, prepare, repair the burn, you know. Uh, I think I think we need we need to get Laurel on here, and you need to you need to forgive her. You need to forgive See, this, her. This wasn't because this, this is wasn't clearly about your sister. This wasn't. Oh, baloney, bull really roar, bull roar. It's it's directed at all because I, I knew she would be she would be listening, so I wouldn't attack her okay. directly. But, <laughs> but I, why I, not? I, She's your older sister. That's who you got to attack. It's. <laughs> it's I, I don't we are know not here for your amusement, folks. <laughs> <laughs> This, this isn't directed at my beloved sister's listing, but it is directed at literally every other person I know with kids. <laughs> although, although I am, I am sneaking it in there that I would, I would definitely, when the pandemic is over, I am looking forward to uh, getting my sister and my brother-in-law out 
into their social world where I get to stay home with my nieces and cause all sorts of trouble. Maybe mm-hmm. a little light vandalism to the house will occur. I don't Ooh. know. I've I've had a few Ooh. ideas. So why stop at light vandalism? Come on, twenty <laughs> first century. Let's go. Well, I need to, I need to keep it under control because if if the if this express train that is my life goes off at the tracks at any point, I'm counting on their basement to be my home base. So I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> shit where I live, so to speak. <laughs> I mean, at least you're playing the long game, and we can appreciate that. Wow. But you really did. There's going to be a lot more of those in my list today. These long games. <laughs> all right, all right. You did go against the grain, so Allison, make sure you mark that. That he he kind of broke the rules, but th- think on this one a little bit as we move on to well, Mitch for his number five. What what? Quick question, Nathan. If if a person is skipping your social gathering, but they stop by like 15 minutes before it starts with their children. And they say, I'm so sorry, but uh, Telcom and, and Rub-A-Dub have got to go to soccer <laughs> right now. They're right here, and they're in their jerseys, and they're in their little kid jerseys, and they're like, ah, Telcom and Rub-A-Dub got to go kick around. And you're like, oh, Telcom and Rub-A-Dub, you're so cute. Well, Is that okay? All, or like, if, if I, the corn husking hunk, have yeah. friends that have kids, yeah. they're not going to be named Talcum and Rub-A-Dub. Those people would have been <laughs> for my life long before <laughs> so i don't know so. wait so 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 nathan you're saying we're not going to be friends later <laughs> hey you haven't made your final decision yet uh but when you do take that into account also i, just I wouldn't I, this- if i sent out invitations and it was formal talcum and rub-a-dub would not be on the the list they wouldn't be named in the stationery sure. so they're sure. not welcome i get it i, I get it and i also I just want to say right here I know Johnson Johnson is getting flack for their baby shampoo, whatever it poisons the babies and their telecom, but, but they're still a great American company. So everyone get off Johnson Johnson's back. All right, sorry, we, we can move forward now. Just choose the right poison for your baby while picking brands. Mitch, exactly. your number five, please. Oh yeah, my number five. Um, So this one is, it's pretty simple. And that is uh, morning of, or if it needs more time to be made, that you start the night before, your social gathering, let's say you're, you know, it's a barbecue at three o'clock, or whatever. In the morning, you're getting up and you're making a, a Texas State Fair blue ribbon winning beef chili. And this is not, this is not ground beef. This is real chunks of steak. This is extra spicy. This is, uh, you're getting kidney beans. You're getting navy beans. You're getting cannellini beans. Fuck, throw in some black beans. Why not? Put them all in there. And then you're going to just experiment with it and just see how much you can eat right up until you leave for the social gathering. And you're going to get there early too. So you're going to show up 15 minutes early and you're going to make your host clean their bathroom for a second time. Um, and then clearly at that point, you'd be like, I'm not feeling great. I'm just, there's, there's a demon inside my stomach and a dragon in my ass and I got to go. So, um, and, and there it is. It's, it's pretty easy, pretty simple. Uh, you can drop, maybe you bring like a, like, you know, a cheap bottle of wine, but you have it wrapped up so they can't see how cheap it is. And, and, and they're not going to open it before you leave. So like they think you brought a nice bottle of wine. So you leave under great circumstances and then you go home uh, and then you, you know, you dive into a great book as you finish getting the rest of that chili out. So 
Okay, you said you leave under great circumstances by leaving them a cheap bottle of wine and destroying their bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the, 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 the bottle of wine is wrapped up, so they just think, you just say, oh, I brought you guys a nice bottle of red. Enjoy. Yeah, and it's I'm three so bucks sorry. Chuck from Merchant Joseph's. That's exactly what people want. <laughs> <laughs> well, so now, in the moment, they're grateful to you, but then once they open it later that night, hopefully when people are drunk so they don't even realize whose wine it was, or, or they think, what a dick, and then they don't invite you next time. So, it, but what it about of, the destruction of their bathroom that they need to reclean? Why is that leaving on a good note? Well, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't on purpose. I'm like, you're like, you're, you know, <laughs> oh, it wasn't on purpose. Destruction can, of property. Yeah, you can no blame one's it ever on, gonna. You can blame it on talcum and rub a dub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Be like I, I had to go to a crappy children's restaurant with Talcum and Rubadub this morning, and so I got, I got something, whatever it was. No, but like no one's gonna like tell you to fuck off and go kill yourself if you have stomach troubles at their house during a party. Like they're in party mode; they're not here to judge you for for the tummy rumbles. So I hope nobody says that to you at a party ever. <laughs> so that's why. That's why I'm saying you can still leave on good circumstances because they just feel bad for you. So you've entered their home. Okay, you're playing the sim- sympathy card here because yeah. you gave them got- a crappy bottle of wine, and then they feel bad for you, and they're like, "Get home as soon as you can." You know, like Texas when you're home, like that kind of thing. And you're like, "Because you make have it the ass, you have the ass dragon breathing fire, <laughs> exactly, and hell, yeah, and hellstorm <laughs> all over their porcelain. Your butt, I, your your butt is destroying the story, and it's gonna melt the throne, and and it won't melt anything else in the room, just the throne. So, oh, okay. <clears throat> I also like how you've gone through the work to to pick the best kind of steak to give you the worst outcome. Why not bad <laughs> buy bad buy bad beef to make sure that you're gonna destroy the porcelain? Well, no, because then you're actually like you could actually get food poison or this way you're just your stomach's going to have a, a hard time dealing with it. So. Mitch, do you have do you have the ability to diarrhea on command? <laughs> <laughs> if I, I make that was if, a I make, thing. if I make just the right cream sauce for my pasta, <laughs> oh, don't invite me over. Do not invite me over. So um, if I, you know, if I post Instagram at four o'clock being, you know, like. Uh, it's a linguine or something like that. You know, <laughs> I'm staying home that night. So, you know, but. talcum and rub a dub wet the bed and you've been up late <laughs> making yourself some bitty pasta. <laughs> All right. That is round five. We got to score it out. Guest judge, my sister, mm-hmm. Allison, what do you think of giving points to these gentlemen? What would you give Nathan for his number five? Hmm. <laughs> wow. that's, that's wow. encouraging. Now, Allison likes children, right? You're you're fond of children. This is true, which would make me err on the side of Nathan because he's pushing to hire the babysitter. Therefore, I have a gig to make money. Oh, so oh, this is how you're looking that. out. So for that's it. how I would benefit from this situation. Wow. So this is all about you making money. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got student loans, y'all. Okay. Um, I'd have to say that I'm going to give Nathan, I'll give Nathan two because I agree with it and I benefit from it. So those are my two points there. And for Mitchell's ass dragon, how many points? (laughs) I'm going to give him. (laughs) You know, 
Wow, the enthusiasm is just unbridled. <laughs> she's got, she's got a Do you want to hear what kind of peppers I'm going to put in the chili? Because that, I think, might really bring it home. Uh, Half habanero, <laughs> a quarter uh, uh, Anaheim, and a quarter jalapeno. So. Wow, now, that's a fight for the bathroom. hey <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm going to have to give Mitch one point because I can't oh. stand chili. And the thought what? of doing that to make myself sick is just, oh, oh God. I'll just lie that's, from the get-go saying I have stomach problems. Why put myself through the pain? That's fair oh enough. God. Well, because you want to, because you don't want the people to think you're just lying to them. I also don't want to destroy my friend's bathroom. <laughs> I mean, that's part of the fun, though. Why, why not just take X-Lax at this point? Just bypass it all. That's, I mean... It'd save you a lot I, I, of good food being wasted by it being just forced out of you. <laughs> well, 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 hold on there. When I get home, I'm going to add a lot more tomatoes to that thing and some corn, and it's going it's to get it mild again. Done? What is this, my unfinished basement? Come on. No, I'm going no, to add more to it. I'm going to up the volume and reduce the spice. So and I, I will say, your bathroom. For, for this number five, I thought for about 10 minutes today about how I would use syrup of epicac to get out of going to a party like do you step out of the uber at a at a you know near a backyard and be like guys i'm here and then vomit right on the grass and be like never mind going home turn around get back in the uber or would you wait till you're inside ipecac why not just like poison the punch and make everybody else sick and be like i gotta get out of here before i get sick I, I also thought about that, making everyone else sick with me just to end the party, and then no one's got to do social gatherings. But All right. At least the Flaming Flamingo got one point, so I can live. Thank you. Let's jump back to Nathan for his number four. Okay. My number four, myself, the Cornhusking Hunks number four, <laughs> is you tell the person inviting you or the group of people inviting you that you have just read The Trouble with Being Born by Romanian-French philosopher Emile Turan. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> so you've just been introduced to the concept of ennui, the longing, despair, the lack of meaning and absurdity of human existence, and you're relieved that the word even exists. And it isn't, it isn't even worth the bother to kill yourself because you always kill yourself too late. Only optimists find despair. The others who have no reason to live... Why would they have reason to die? So what do you do throughout life Sorry. from morning to night other than endure yourself? So anyone who doesn't believe in themselves to be in exile has no imagination. Only the village idiot believes they belong. And pessimism is the perfect antidote to saccharine sentimentality and technological miracles of our times, with our sadness covered by the empty smiles of thousands of selfies plastered over social media, you wish to spend time with people who are at the pits of despair, who have no strength to summon sentimental illusions. At this point, no one is going to want to continue this conversation with you at any party, <laughs> so you'll be left to your devices to brood under the covers in the dark, watching King of Queens, King of Queens reruns with a one-gallon root beer float with the root beer replaced by gas station bourbon, or or jug liquor as it's been referred to on this show. <laughs> and if someone actually does want to continue with this conversation, you know they're a huge party pooper, and in fact so depressing you don't want to be around them ever again in your circle of friends, which is normally full of cheerful people and your ever-present joie de vivre. And uh, so you joie. can surgically joie, joie de vivre. Joie. Joie de vivre. 
I, I wasn't listening to the audiobook. I was only reading, so <laughs> oh, forgive <okay>. me. <laughs> <laughs> so you just surgically remove these people from your life, and uh, while they're excited about the conversation, uh, it seems like you may have painted yourself into a corner, and they want to keep you at the party to talk about this. Then you fall back on uh, Mitch's plan and just tell him you have the shits. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So I almost, I kind of fell asleep through the beginning of that. So I got to try and get out of my blackout here and figure out what happened. Uh, See, it works. Yeah, it totally works. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what happened. So you definitely are going to get some sort of points. Allison, mark that down. Um, um, it's it, it's pretty clear here. He's just an announcer, not an analyst. Okay. All right, keep going. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's, pronounced, a, it's pronounced analyst. I'll thank you very much. <laughs> No, I am not an analyst, but not when it comes to Romanian French philosophers I am not familiar with. I don't have a lot to say on the topic, except I think this will work. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, wanna... I will say if if Nathan's at my house and he's and he's talking uh, Franco, uh, Romaine, uh, B- Bologna, you know, kill yourself stuff. I'm going to ask him to go to go build a fire in the backyard. And he and you know it'll be a little bit. He's gonna be like, "Hey, where's the fire pit?" I'll be like, "Oh, you got to build one." And then you know, like, just keep him busy on a project outside, away from other people, probably. Because um, yeah, this is this is sad. And I just want to say, I've carved myself out a little space here, and I deserve it. And, I, and I'm not going anywhere. So uh, the 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 jester remains. Thank you very much. But. I like how your plan is the guy who's severely depressed. Let's get him outside and cutting logs by himself <laughs> near fire and hope he's okay. <laughs> when that is the uh, uh, joie de vie that he has put out there for everybody to see. No, no, just put him outside. It's, he'll be fine. He's been reading Romanian French shit. <laughs> just leave him outside. Lock the door. He'll be fine by himself. That is the worst idea. <laughs> well, once he starts a fire, he can find his way around. I mean, uh, I guess I guess if, if, if he's if he's got a phone, he can he can use the light from that. But cool, yeah. Go go out and back and fly blind with a with an axe. Uh, let us know when it's split. <laughs> Thanks. All right. So I, I I think you're gonna win with this, Nathan, in terms of getting out of uh getting out oh. of a social gathering. This will you have to get to the gathering first, though, in order to get out. So um, this is a lot of work getting there putting on the charade to leave early. So this is leaving a social gathering early. Which charade, I think, you mean? Did I say charade or charade? Yeah. Are you going to sit there and criticize all damn day? Can we get out of the show? <laughs> I mean, again, I just want to say, clearly an announcer, not like a not like a game analyst. I, I don't really know if he knows what he's watching here, uh, Allison. So maybe you should step in and, and write their ship a little bit. I think that docks Mitch a point already, Allison. You should mark that down. Okay, Mitch, give us your number four, you son of a bitch. I didn't. I didn't refer to myself in the third person, but you know what? Yeah, Mitch is ready to go, and the flaming flamingo is gonna throw it down right now. Okay, enjoy this one. Number four. It's minus two My already. Four, wait. <clears throat> wow. Okay. Hey, college boy, do, do you want to keep drinking out of your, uh, your your red solo cup there, huh? Listen to to Toby Keith. All right. I'm the uh, one trying okay. to keep the time. I don't know who's really uh, making this longer, except this You're right. You're goddamn right. You ginger. I'm gonna get us back on track here. Brian knocked me off uh, off the ways here. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to my number four. I'm I'm gonna get the the speed back up here. My number four is you always have a secret set of courtside season tickets to your local NBA franchise. Um, 
And this this works wonders because whenever there's a great social gathering, um, these come in handy. And the key is you never tell anyone in your social circle of people that you'll want to skip out on that you have the season tickets. You always have to pretend like you lucked into the tickets from someone you know at work or an international client who's in town, you know, and and this makes for an opportunity that nobody would pass up. Because if, if, if I'm having, you know, um, a, a Thursday night party to welcome back, you know, Will and Grace after their their ten year hiatus. And someone someone calls me at five o'clock and says, "Hey, I just got courtside tickets to the Charlotte Hornets. They're playing the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight." I'm telling them, "Fuck Will and Grace. You go to that game. That's incredible. Um, send me, you know, send me shots from the game." And so this way, you just always get to see courtside NBA action. And if you can't go to every game, then you sell them for giant markups and you make your money back anyway. Um, and but you always have the best outing from 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 having to uh, show up and be a friend. So because uh, everyone respects courtside seats. I mean, you know, baseball. There's 81 home games, but courtside seats. I mean, that is the best seat in sports. There's nothing like that uh, that compares in football. Maybe if you accidentally befriended the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones and he like brought you into the owner's suite for the rest of the season to like accidentally eat brisket. Yeah. You just, yeah. You just you bump into him in the men's room. I just <laughs> You're pretty cool. You should come back to the suite. And uh he's like, I've got a live holster uh longhorn cattle we're gonna kill and turn into brisket right in the owner's suite. And you're like, that would be the only thing maybe that would top NBA season tickets right on the court side. So um I know this is expensive, but it's a great way to always get out of things. So I mean, I'm 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 behind on this. I would th- this would be a victory for me in in multiple ways. So I, yeah. I have no complaints with this. There's yeah. a downside to this, though. Why you said that? your local NBA franchise, not your favorite NBA franchise. So if you happen to have moved and live in a really bad town, <laughs> <laughs> so well, then the tickets are even cheaper. Yeah. So. <laughs> If you happen to be at a Pelicans game or a Toronto Raptors game, you got courtside. It's not going to have the the same meaning as a, as a Bulls or a Lakers game. So at least you'll be able to rub elbow with Jack Nicholson eventually in L.A., which would be pretty sweet. But. <laughs> sure. Hey, yeah. Jack and Jerry Jones, welcome to this Lakers game. <laughs> I mean, if you have season courtside seats for the Lakers, then you must know Ari Gold or something like that. Because <laughs> trust me, those seats are not available right now. So this won't work in LA. If you live in LA, this won't work. This won't but work. Caveat: being within three rows of the court works though in LA because those 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 tickets are are spicy. But if you couldn't use your uh, beloved Minnesota Timberwolves, would be your sure. second NBA franchise that you would choose for the scheme. God, I would love to sit courtside for the Portland Trailblazers. Watching uh, Dame time go down every fourth quarter at five minutes. He starts uh, dealing. He starts swishing. He starts scooting, man. Uh, I, I'd watch that every night of the week. So I, I can um, confirm to the Ernst sibling that that is a thing. That is a valid okay. answer. <laughs> you are playing to two people who have no idea what's happened in basketball since 1998. What I, also I, I know for sure at the Moda Center in Portland they have an incredible beer selection. So I'm going to be drinking great beers. I'm going to be spilling great beers all over the court by accident. Um, <laughs> I'm drinking be... great beers. I'm going to be spilling great beers. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be accidentally crushing popcorn kernels into that pool of great beer on the court as well. So um, yeah, 
That's my number right. four. This is a, a a solid plan. So now we need to go to Allison for the official scoring sure. between Mitch's NBA franchise and Nathan boring us all to death <laughs> with some Franco-Romanian philosopher. Tell us, what would you score, uh, Mitch? Uh, I'm going to have to give Mitch two. And I was going to give him three, but then he dissed MLB, and I am a diehard Cubs fan, so you can't do that. So oh, oh, I'm going to have to just ding you one on that one. But keep referring to yourself in the third person. Maybe we'll see what happens. Oh, my God. The Flaming for- Flamingo appreciates this because, you know, normally <laughs> we score at least 10 points during one of these things. So uh, I'm glad that, you know, it won't be one here on out. So, And for Nathan's recital of the trouble with being born. Uh, that was a solid three because I, I lost track after the first sentence. So. Uh, yeah, there it goes. <laughs> so clearly it works. <laughs> All right, we are going to go snake round this time. Back to Mitch wow. for his number three. Sure. Um, so this one is a is a classic, and um, it's and everyone knows that this this does happen in actuality, but um, th- there's a little more in my in my brain to this one, and that is accidentally entering the event into your calendar wrong. Wink, wink. Um, so you're like, oh, you said February 5th. I thought you said February 15th or whatever it is. And so before the social season begins, you do th- – th- this is how to, to, to set all this up so it works too. Because also it, in skipping a social gathering, you just want to skip the gathering. You don't want to lose your friends, right? Like you still want to be able to call those people in the middle of the night um, You know when – like you're injured or something, or like you desperately need ten grand because there's like a great pair of shoes that's about to drop, and <laughs> you just like you need this pair of Jordans, you know? Um, some fl- some fluky jamas, maybe. Exactly, and you're almost positive that they're gonna go up on StockX like after you buy them, not down. Mm-hmm. You promise. Um, but uh, <laughs> so before the social season begins, you you do the classy grown up thing, and you go down. If you're in Chicago, this this is a Chicago specific one. You go down to JNS Photo Service in River North, and yes, it's that JNS, you guys, the one stop shop for actors in Chicago with all their uh, headshot and resume needs. <laughs> but guess what? JNS also does regular printing. You guys know me, I love to highlight local businesses, <laughs> and I love their from the desk of quote unquote stationery, and I like to put my own name on it for an additional $15 so people know whose desk it's coming from when I send them a note. But they also sell classic, sturdy, and gorgeous thank you cards complete with envelopes. So you buy yourself a fat stack of these puppies, like at least 200. And if your resume pile is running low, you know, uh, order another 100 of those bad boys too. So, and you know what? Your headshot, it's six years old, but you've been taking care of yourself, skipping social outings where drinks are served, (laughs) wink, wink, and fried foods are scarfed. And let's be honest, you didn't think those crazy eight leg lifts would, or excuse me, you didn't think those crazy eight leg lifts would work as well as they are. Hello, cum gutters, what's up? And now you've now you've beautiful thank you cards to send in your stead. Uh, Post party, of course, with a quick handwritten note inside thanking your annoying friend for being such a gracious host. You're sure you missed out. What a party. Oh, what a knuckle brain you are. Hugs and kisses, you or the flame and flamingo. Now people will always turn to putty <laughs> in your hand if you write with if if you write with your hand, right? 
and you don't know what to say, Google it. There are thoughtful notes all over the damn internet. Um, and so you skip the party uh, by accident entering it wrong, but then you send a wonderful thank you card instead. Handwritten. It's gorgeous. Maybe you sent it. And they might love that even more because that'll sit on their mantle and they'll remember you a lot more than uh, just you showing up and drinking too much white wine and, and eating too much of your, your share of the of the ribs. So um, that's my number three. From the desk of Mitchell, I regret to inform you that this handwritten fella forgot to enter his Google Calendar details correctly. <laughs> My handwritten bits are totally fine, but as soon as I need to enter it into a computer, I completely fall apart. Well, you know, scrolling with a mouse is hard because it's—is it AM or PM? That always happens too. Um, oh, it's the you worst. Know, it, 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 it flips easily. So now, of course, a big part of this is knowing all of your friends' addresses as well and having those on hand because you got to mail them to them. Um, That's the problem. I don't know house. where anybody lives anymore. <laughs> You've you've been to both our houses. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? I couldn't tell you your address. I know if I've hit That's a golden true. nugget for Nathan, I've gone too far. For Mitch, <laughs> if it's a pizza place, I just need to turn around and I'll be there soon. That's how I get to, that's how I get to places. <laughs> oh wow. man. It's a good yeah. one. I mean, I think it's 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 a legitimate excuse, but mm-hmm. also kind of like you can only use it once or twice before it starts to catch on. Yeah, yeah. And there's a missed opportunity here where you could have had uh, from the <laughs> desk of with somebody else's name on it, and they could have written the excuse for you. So from the desk oh. of the corn husking hunk, uh, sure. I forgot to inform you that I needed Mitchell's assistance today for a very, very important talcum and rub-a-dub <laughs> <laughs> birthday party that we had to throw for the two young ragamuffins. <laughs> it's, it's you know, uh, also in general, even even if you go to the party, send a thank you note afterwards. People will never forget you, so. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Right, um, that's enough, and- uh, p- enough pontificating from the Flaming Flamingo. I think we need to go oh, wow. on to okay. Nathan's number three. Okay, my number three. This is a deceptively simple title, but uh, it's very effective, and it does take a few steps. This is locking your keys in the car. (laughs) (laughs) It takes takes, uh, three prep steps. One is remain sober. (laughs) Two is have a spare set of keys already sitting in your driver's seat and another set in your pocket. And number three is have a very durable cell phone case. More on this as we move on. <laughs> so, you this is a very specific situation that you're going to use this tactic. You've invited some folks over to your house, perhaps their new coworkers, perhaps their friends of friends who you've decided to promote into your inner circle, maybe their new or prospective in-laws. Oh. But they don't make the cut. Maybe someone double dips a chip or dominated the conversation with medical maladies or dying relatives maybe they espouse political views that sympathize with certain alphabet based conspiracies that we don't need to get into right now either way no bueno so you get to the end of the gathering and you've concocted uh or myself the corn husking hunk has concocted such a congenial soiree that was my pronunciation okay there mitch Right on, but brother. <laughs> okay, thank you. He'll allow it. So, 
it's it's been motioned and seconded that uh, an after party is in order. So Ooh. everyone wants to head out to the bars. So you have to jump in right away. Point out the fact that you are the sober one. And so you get to be the designated driver. So you get everybody heading to your car. You beat everyone there. You open the door, get a leg in. Then you're going to drop your phone, which is protected by a great hard shell cell phone case. So that's totally safe. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to bend down to pick it up. You accidentally shut the door and then you lock it with the keys in your pocket. Now you gather everybody around and you show them the dummy set of keys that you have sitting in your driver's seat. And you explain <laughs> that it's your only set. Now your phone is already in your hand because of the little maneuver you've just pulled. So you quickly pull that thing up to your ear and uh, you pretend to call a locksmith. You make it short and sweet, pretend to hang up, then you explain, and now this is crucial, you explain that it's going to be a wait of exactly 35 minutes to get there. (laughs) Just over the half hour mark, but still plausible. And it's exactly the amount of time where it's not practical for your guests to wait, but short enough that you can claim you're going to catch up with them in just a little bit. So they order an Uber, they go about their merry way, then you're going to open your car keys, move around the corner in case they double back, and you explain that you were on the way, but they guess you missed you. Then you head inside, turn off the lights, curl up, and enjoy Olivia Coleman's captivating portrayal of the queen in season four of The Crown. <laughs> Locking wow. your keys in your car. That is, this is pretty genius. But this is only getting you out of the second social gathering of the evening. Now, how would you use this to get out of the first social gathering of the evening? <laughs> well, this is also you know, are, are, you're not going to try to get out of every social gathering ever. Sometimes you're going to be you're going to be optimistic, yeah. and then it and then you're let down, and you need Fair that enough. out. Yes, and especially there, when people are at your home. There is nothing worse than being the sober one and you leave too late for a bar, and like there's no there's no plan. Everyone's like. People are already starting like mouthy little drama, you know, people, you're just like, oh, this is going to be a long one. You know, I, also, I'm, I'm surprised, Nathan, you'd have a party, you'd host one and not, not have any drinks. Or would you just have like a beer or something like that? Uh, no, th- I'm, I'm, I'm stone cold sober here because also this wow. is, this is an audition for the new friends. So I need oh, my, my oh, wits oh, about is- me. Got I need it. all my got faculties got it, got it, got it. about me to make sure I judge these people accordingly, whether I want to invite them back to my home again or go to their home in the future. Gotcha. Got it. So it's a very specific scenario, but one you're going to need. Uh, okay, qu- quick question. Would you, uh, during this party of, of new uh, people, would you ever invite someone who was a former faculty at your high school who is now a potential in-law? Uh. Yes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, what an okay, specific just, question. There was, you have to remember that the faculty at my high school was about six people, so it's hard <laughs> for me to envision a scenario when this would come about. Well, okay, I, 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 maybe perhaps at a larger high school. I, I was, you just said you always have to have your faculties about you, and I was trying to make a very bad wordplay question joke. So I apologize. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, Nathan said he would go home and watch The Crown. I think I would prefer to go home and watch the show that Mitch uh, stumbled upon there. I believe it's Netflix's Mouthy Little Drama. I think that's what I, would prefer. <laughs> I prefer to watch when I get home. <laughs> uh, so that it's, is, sorry, number threes for both of you guys we've yeah, gotten so yeah. far. Wow. All right. Allison, Allison thank you again so much. Out. 
thank you so much for coming aboard uh, tonight and and just hanging out with us. This has been really special. So suck up. <coughs> oh, you got a little uh, brown on your nose there, Mitch. Oh, oh yeah, I'm a kiss ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who who shall I award first, Brian? Uh, Nathan, how many points would you give to Nathan for his locking his keys in the car? I'd have to give him the the full three points because that is a solid plan from start Damn. to finish. It is very well executed. <laughs> Woo! Nice <laughs> job. Three points, Thank get you. the bell. And for Mitchell's long rant about something we don't even remember, what would you give him? Are you no, no 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 no? You can't frame it like that. It's you can't give me bias. Oh my god! I got. I'm the this. host. I can do what I want. <laughs> oh I I have to say I'm giving Mitch the full three as well because it both shows that you're responsible and classy because not a lot of people actually put things into calendars anymore and then following it up with a handwritten note. That's just the cherry on top. Way to go, sir. Thank you very much. It's a bunch of bullshit, but we'll go ahead and move on. (laughs) Number two, Mitchell, go ahead and give it to us. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I'm going to keep killing it here. All right. Number two way to get out of a social gathering. Young living. Do you guys know what young living is? Please do tell us. Oh, young living is an incredible opportunity. I'm offering to you guys today. Breathe deeply. (laughs) Our pure essential oils and essential oil blends take you on a sensory journey that can instantly create a calming or balancing atmosphere. From the sweet aroma of lavender to the stimulating fragrance of eucalyptus, our essential oils ignite your senses. Extensive testing of ingredients and a commitment to sustainability means each bottle contains quality essential oils with remarkable properties that are found nowhere else. Whether it's a single potent oil that elevates your spirit, a blended formula that promotes mental clarity, or Vitality Essential Oils you rely on to support your healthy habits, you can find your natural companion in whole life wellness with Young Living. So what do you guys think? We're all here hanging out here enjoying charcuterie and wine. Do you want to invest in your future and join Young Living and bring more essential oils to more parts of the world? Nathan, what do you think? <laughs> All it takes is an initial investment of $750 and then $800 per month after that for the first it's, six months. Sounds like a deal at any price. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you serious? Great, I'll sign you right up. Also, Brian, you haven't said yes yet, but I want to tell you about our seven pillars. Now, in, in acronym form, it's Chef You. No, I'm not going to cook you a lamb. No, Chef You stands for Communicate Effectively. Have a positive attitude. Embrace Young Living's products and lifestyle. Focus on the member first. Exhibit personal integrity. Welcome change. Exercise good judgment. So all of those pillars, Brian, can you or do you want to live by any of those pillars? I'm afraid it's against my religion. <laughs> no, guess what, Brian? Essential oils are not about religion. It's not about anything predetermined like that it's just about humans being humans helping other humans so i'd love to have you come on board with me today and enjoy the great benefits of essential oils through young living how much of what i sell trickles up to you well guess what the best thing about young living is after you've joined the team you're part of the community you get to recruit other positive optimists (laughs) who are ready 
to enlarge in their community and better their life. And that's the best thing about Young Living. And guess what? Essential oils, they're not just for smells. They're not just for diffusers. It's not just for medicinal purposes. You can put that, excuse me for saying this, crap in your food too. <laughs> it's not actually crap though. I mean, come on. Essential oils are incredible. So I'm looking say at yes. the... I'm looking at the brochure <laughs> here. Yes. No, it's just covered. Yes. It's just covered in say triangles yes. and pyramids. Yes. It almost looks like, <laughs> and it says that Young Living was founded by a Charles Ponzi. Uh, <laughs> how long has Young Living been in existence? Charles Ponzi got his name from the Japanese Ponzi tree, which grows flowers, <laughs> some of the best oils that you can find on planet Earth. A little bit of Ponzi oil just below each ear in the morning will help you feel more like yourself as you go out and you tackle your beautiful journey. So, Brian, join me. Just say yes. Let me put the pen in your hand, Brian. Just say yes. <laughs> say yes, Brian. Nathan's already said yes. Nathan's already signed his name. Man. I'm already dropping those Nathan. essential oils in my chili before I <laughs> Nathan and I are part of the team. Also, Brian... Let me just share a little bit more about how I use essential oils. Every morning when I wake up, my two beautiful children, Talcum and rub a -Dub, I put a little bit of mint essential oil right below their tongues. And that wakes them up. And they have a look in their eye that says, whoa, I'm awake now. What's happening? And they get up and they're ready for breakfast. So, Brian, here's, here's the pen in your right hand. Or oh, are you left-handed? Let me put a pen in your left hand as well. Just say yes. Sign your name right there, Brian. Actually, just just write any sort of chicken Mark. scratch you can figure out. Just do it. <laughs> just put a B E down. B. Just B, Brian. <laughs> just B. Mitch, you're triggering so much PTSD. Hold on, me. Brian. Hold that thought. I'm gonna go get some more guacamole and beautiful tortilla chips. Should I bring you something? How about another beer? How Allison, I, I didn't see you were here. Oh my where's god! The door? Let where's me tell the you. Door? Let me tell you about Young Living. You're so young. God, oh, no! Please, no! Your skin looks okay, incredible. Okay, Young Living. You must. <laughs> done. I can't do it anymore. As someone who has been a victim of people trying to offer these, I remember once, um, I was in a car with a with a couple of old friends. And we had just gotten home wait, from wait, a wait, movie wait. or people, whatever. And then people somebody you've known forever or old people? No, people I've known forever. Not okay, just sorry, elders okay. I picked up from the nearest home. <laughs> people I've known for a long time. Haven't seen them in a while. We all go out like, hey, let's catch up, go to a movie a couple of years ago. And pull into my driveway. And before we get into the house, he says, hey, guys, before we go in, would you mind watching this really quick video I have on my phone? And he just reaches from the back seat and we have to sit there and watch this six and a half minute Ponzi scheme pitch for a travel company. And I was like, are you that one? That made me want to leave that social gathering real quick. So, oh, my gosh, young living is all too real. No, it, it is real. It's an incredible experience. <laughs> No. <laughs> Nathan, you're number two. For the love of God, please. Uh, please okay, hit us with well, something better. Well, there's no way for me to frame this in a positive light, but bear with me, as my number two is poisoning your own dog. Oh, God. <laughs> so, now this... 
this is your classic good news, bad news scenario. <laughs> oh, so the bad the news, the bad news is you have to poison your dog. And in fact, it's better if you have several dogs and can sequester them in different rooms of your house when the poisoning happens. The other bad news, there's going to be significant cleanup. It's going to be very unpleasant for you. Now, what's the good news? I can see you all wondering. Yes. You only have to do this once, and it will be a valid excuse for the rest of the time you live in your current residence. You're going to go around to each room. You're going to take a picture of all the dog diarrhea and vomit. Save them in a special folder on your phone. This was this was inspired by uh, an experience I had a few years ago when I was li- listening to a or living with a sometimes listener of this show, uh, Russell, who I believe you guys know, mm-hmm. and he had a dog named Hendrix, and Hendrix had a very rough day. Russell was on the road. I came home, and let's just say I had to buy an entirely new set of towels. It was so bad that Russell actually actually gifted me his uh, PlayStation when we moved, when we separated uh, residences, uh, which I had until I was relieved of it by the burglars. But that's a story for a different day. Anyways, uh, you take all the pictures, you got them in the folder. Then your uncle Artis gives you a call asking if you'll bring an extra portion of macaroni salad to your cousin's first communion luncheon. Text him a photo of the living room mess captioned i'm sorry but we've got a situation here you can repeat this <laughs> in six months time like say your boss wonders why you can't make it to the team building croquet outing or if it's a repeat friend or relative <laughs> simply use the photo of the different uh mess in a different room caption sorry but it happened again and th- the reason this is foolproof is because no one not even your most devoted loved ones are going to volunteer to help you out so you will never have to leave the house. Wow. Wow. So how do you a... ration the poison to make sure they don't die? So as a former dog owner, and they died of natural causes, I promise you. <laughs> oh, okay. I wanted to get that out there. I don't know if you've ever had a, a dog that has eaten some chocolate, but chocolate is chocolate is very bad for dogs. And so what you have to do is you have to give them some, uh, give them a little beverage that you pour some uh, hydrogen, <laughs> hydrogen peroxide into, mm. and then they will. Uh, I remember my 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 poor sweet dog Wrigley had eaten some chocolate. We had to give him the the hydrogen peroxide, and then within a few minutes, his face started curling, like <gasps> it was like a Joker like smile because oh, he geez. just it was like you could see he was in so much distress and we were like i felt so bad i'm like oh he looks like he's just in so much discomfort oh. but it's like sorry buddy but it's either this or like you might die and then within like five to ten minutes the puking started and it went on for a while <laughs> and i had to i had to clean it all up and i had to pet him on the head and be like it's gonna be okay buddy this is literally so i can have five or six more years with you <laughs> it was <laughs> It's not fun, oh. but but so that's that's the tool you use is the hydrogen peroxide. Just a little bit. That's all it takes. So there's a tip for all you dog owners out there. If your dog ever eats chocolate, this is the this is how you uh, take care of it. So wow. we have to award points to poisoning man's best friend <laughs> or losing a bunch of money in a scheme to someone you trusted. <laughs> this is a rough number two. Oh, I, that's a good dog pun. Very nice. Yes, um, and I uh, do not envy Allison's job of having to 
score these ones. <laughs> Allison, how many wow. points do you give for poisoning your dog? One. I mean, how can you poison a dog and then have to clean up the mess? That's just awful. <laughs> On two levels. Yes. Ugh, that was a rough one, man. <laughs> and for being guilted into losing $750 the first month and $800 a month after that, how many points do you give Mitchell? Uh, like you said, this was a little too close to home. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten DM saying, how would you like to be your own boss? <laughs> Hashtag oh. boss lady. Oh. Uh, oh. So, uh, but at the end of the day, it's, it, it's, it's very real and. That was hysterical. So two points. What? <laughs> <laughs> One on three. Cuts. No, it's a little too close the to home. The flaming flamingo wants three. If it hits <laughs> close to home, that means I'm connecting with the audience, and that means I want three points, Allison. <laughs> connecting with the audience. All right, Mr. Flamingo. Oh, my God. Okay. Dear God. All right. <laughs> you know what? Can Someone's going to hear Young Living and be like, that's such a great idea, an untapped market, and create it. No, so, it, dude, that's real. Young Living is real. Is it real? Yeah, it's real. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was really hoping you made that up. <laughs> no, it's real. <laughs> oh. that's, it was, I was going to say that was impressive because that was very realistic. I would give him less you know, points now because it's not made up, but that's fine. Oh, damn it. Okay, well, you know. Okay, you already got your fine. two points. I'll let you have yeah. it this round. Yeah. Let's yeah. finish it up with Snake. Let's give it back to Nathan for his number one. Sure. What you got? All right. My number one, this is the longest of the long cons. And this is to only be used against truly your worst enemies. This is the coworker who throws you under the bus to your boss, but compliments you to your face. The the new flame of your of your ex who's overly friendly towards you, so you know they're up to no good. Or the neighbor that's hacking into your Wi-Fi and you're sure of it, but they just won't admit it. This is the people you've really got it in for. The people who really need their comeuppance. And this is... Saying there is a warrant out for your own arrest for the court has been arrest. So, first event you're invited to. Say you can't leave because you have to sort out a bunch of unpaid parking tickets, and if it's not taken care of in 24 hours, you'll owe thousands of dollars. Okay? That does say they, they still invite you to a second event. Now you step it up. Now you're at tax evasion. You've been funneling all the extra income you've made off selling your prescription clonopin to your high school-aged nephew through an online casino run through an offshore operation in the Isle of Man. As a result, all of your credit cards have been frozen. You can't go to the bar. Still get invited to a third of it. Now you're going to want to scour all the news outlets for any spree of, uh, say, convenience store robberies or a series of crimes that implies the perpetrator is armed and dangerous. And then tell your uh, prospective host that you've run into a situation at the nearby 7-Eleven and you're heading across state lines to cool your heels for a while. <laughs> and then you can, you can keep escalating as needed. Now, this, this is going to work on two levels. One, you don't have to go to the social gatherings. But number two, yeah. at some point, your nemesis is going to reach their breaking point and their conscience will kick in. They will call the police, believing they have a hot tip. So the police are going to come. But as you are, in fact, innocent, there will be no evidence against you. You explain to the police that this person is always headed out for you. And then they'll be carted off to jail for providing false statements to the police or worse. At a minimum, you'll receive no more invites. And if things happen to fall into place, 
one of your worst enemies, will be sent to jail when they perjure themselves. (laughs) (laughs) No one can invite you to anything if they're in jail. (laughs) You really did play the long game on this one, sir. (laughs) I I think this is great. I mean, I think uh, having... Being a man hunted by the law makes you, one, an international man of mystery, and two, definitely not eligible to be at a social gathering. So I think you've covered all your bases with this. If you, in fact, yourself were out, had a warrant out for your arrest, what would be your dream warrant for a crime that you committed, Sir Nathan? Uh, uh, If the cornhouse king hunk himself was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was wanted by the law. I would hope it was uh, from Interpol for uh, a diamond heist. Yes. Just a great mm. diamond heist. Or maybe art thief, like stealing something from the Louvre or some something precious from a, a German castle. Something where the what you have what you have taken, they they literally it won't even be insured because they can't put a price on how valuable it is. Uh, do you, do, do, do you have a fantasy of like stealing one of Hitler's paintings of dogs or something? Or what's what is this? Well, no, like more the more the Mona Lisa. I was thinking, oh, the Hitler okay. stuff is it? Yeah, you just said German castles. I thought, like you know, well that that was I, I read. There was a story a few years ago where there actually was a heist from a, a German castle. Well, they got away with things that literally couldn't be valued, and I thought that's that can't even be real. Like that's that's like a movie. That's not something that happens in the 21st century. But yeah, Nathan, that's is, what I would want. Nathan is there to steal the tapestries. That's what he needs to take. <laughs> What, I, I, I just I want to limbo underneath some lasers. You know, that's yeah, sure. that's what I want to do. Wear a, a, a leather uh, coverall like Catherine Zeta Jones. You know, yeah. and yeah. just let the hair also. I'll have you know you. that for a man who's six foot three, I am deceptively good at both the traditional limbo and the roller skating limbo. I'm actually I've won oh. multiple competitions as an adult <laughs> at various drunken events. Wow. Well, I, I would have you know, rollerblades were invented in my hometown. Thank you very much, the Twin Cities. So not roller skates. Yeah, I just wanted to to pop that in there. So. Wow. Yep. <laughs> All right. I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> yep. I just uh, didn't mean to put a, a hard break on that one. I didn't mean to do that. Sorry about that. Um, I do think but- uh, le- Lengthy Under Limbo would be a great album title, Nathan, if you ever need to use that for anything. <laughs> Maybe maybe the title of my memoir. I, I would I would I'd buy that I'd buy that and it wouldn't even need Oprah's sticker on it. I would still buy it. All right, Mitch, you need to close <laughs> us off here with your number one sure. way to get yeah, out of my, a social gathering. Yeah, my number one way to get out of a social gathering is, of course, I've got a conference. The Flamin' <laughs> Flamingo is leaving town for a conference. Um. <laughs> You know, your friend from college you really only enjoyed hanging out with while drinking has finished being a young parent, and now they're, like, back in the groove. They're trying to get everyone back together by holding just an incessant amount of barbecues. Uh, But guess what? You know, their spouse watches baseball from his beloved hometown team at all moments when he's not actively shoving a burger down his gullet, a.k.a. the parties are not very fun. Oh, and those burgers they grill? They're fucking hockey pucks. And they still think their college-aged vodka beer lemonade mixture is a worthwhile drink. I'm sorry. Grow up. Get yourself some real cocktails. Okay, so this works. Sorry, but I've got a conference this weekend. You dip into your whisk-away account. That's what I'm calling it. You find the best deal on a red-eye flight Friday evening. Turns out, Cleveland really ain't that bad for 36 hours at a time, you know, and the Holiday Inn Express, 
By the Sacramento airport, their eucalyptus steam room can fit a lot more drunk people than you'd guess. <laughs> <laughs> and you take this time to snap a couple photos with an old lanyard. Uh, you know, and uh, if this couple will, of course, watch your social media accounts closely, uh, maybe you get a close-up of a dry croissant and like a jelly packet while you're, quote-unquote, like you're waiting for the big show at this weekend's healthcare communication conference. Uh, but be careful. <laughs> Tread lightly. Never mention the name of the conference or a company that might have been there. You know, you just you just skip straight to the part where you fell asleep eating nachos from Skip Cactus's Mexican Rodeo Grill, which is just a stone's throw from the Reno Sparse Convention Center in Reno, Nevada. Um, but when you're actually on the trip, this is a whole other great uh, you know flip side to this. Number one, this is the primo opportunity to work on your improv skills by becoming. Theo Luddington, ghostwriter for thriller legend James Patterson. And how is that <laughs> you're able to just nail this British spy character? You know, uh, as you're talking to a beautiful woman at the bar, you know, you're you're drinking a, a very dirty martini. Uh, the, the glasses were not cleaned well enough. Um, but you're, you're talking to this beautiful woman and you're saying, well, how I nail this this British character in a Patterson novel uh, let's let's name a character. Let's call him Malcolm Turnspeak, if you will. Uh, now, how do I write him so well? Well, guess what? This is where you come in with your with your British accent you've been working on, and you're from old foggy London town. Hello, ooh, oh, where's the key to my room? Oh, I've got two cards. You can have one. I, I, come I on hope by you later. do a lot of work on but, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know and it turns out you know your your trip that that weekend to suburban omaha pretty darn good um and uh you know and then you didn't have to go to that that fucking barbecue and eat hockey pucks on on the cheapest buns they can buy so but instead you got to go to omaha Woo! <laughs> <laughs> exactly and beat theo loddington for the whole weekend you know uh, hello oh I'm a writer. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I've had so. these hockey puck burgers before. I've also yeah. been I've also been to parties where there's eight people, so they make eight burgers and think that's going Ugh. to be enough food. Ugh. I've been to the parties where like we're too old for jungle juice. This should not be in a trash can. <laughs> this is come on. Like, let's set up a mini bar. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's let's have some finger foods, yeah. some hors d'oeuvres. I'm hoping yeah. I'm announcing that correctly for Mitch. Yeah, um, you know, that's, that is correct. Or, or yeah. also, just beer. You can just have beer. That's also fine, you know. Uh, yeah, nothing but Bush Light. You want to go to that party? <laughs> you need to specify what kind no, of beer right. is there, all right? You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, right. and imports imports doesn't cut it as being fancy anymore. It doesn't They don't have to be imports because America makes the greatest beer on earth. And I will never back down from that. I will never apologize. America makes the number one beer overall. Top Done. three brands, go. Uh, Stone. Honestly, I'm, I'm a Chicago boy. I'm going Maplewood. And then uh, also Lagunitas. Honestly, Lagunitas IPA, I can drink I could drink every single day of the year, one beer at a time. It's delicious. So I can also get a Lagunitas IPA at the perfume counter at Macy's. Uh, Allison, you have your work cut out for you uh, for uh, this. What does that even mean, Brian? Explain what you it just said because like I don't understand. It's flowery perfume and it's disgusting. That's what it means. How dare you? Lagunitas is a local company, and you know, on this show, we promote 
and highlight local great business. That happens to have a, a facility here now. They also, also you're the using the word "we" incorrectly there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good point. Fair point. Fair point. Fair you know, Fair you point. know, you're not going to get any sympathy for IPAs out of this man. But luckily for Lo- you, I am not on, scoring this on. round. Point of order: Lagunitas produces the majority of their product here in Chicago. The founder of Lagunitas is also from Chicago. Therefore, I think we could safely call it now at this point a Chicago company. It is local. Thank you very much. I rest my case, Allison. Please give me Could, the give me the treasure. Appreciate it, uh, Allison. Please determine how we can make Mitch lose. Uh, how many points will you give <laughs> to Nathan for this round? Uh, for Nathan, I'm going to have to give him the full three because as a as a true crime fanatic, he 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 tugged at the heartstrings a little bit there with the progression <laughs> yeah. of the war, and solely to have it fall on the enemy. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. And for uh, the flaming flamingo, uh, with his I've fairly got a conference. decent, his fairly decent plan of having a conference, I'll have to say it was pretty well thought out, and you have logistics down pat with not naming the conference, and not giving a company name, and taking a picture of a dry croissant. That's really <laughs> nice job there. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give him the full three as well, Brian. All right. Ooh, 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 ooh. You can give him the full Sorry, three so points, sorry. but that means I have tallied it up and Mitchell has lost. Yay. <laughs> 12 <laughs> points for Nathan to Mitch's 11. Oh, son of a bitch. Ooh. Are you serious? It, it was a close call. There were a lot of threes oh. today, but Nathan, uh, Nathan scooted by with one more three pointer than you bringing him out ahead. So we can't leave today without revealing the fast five last meals requested by serial killers. And Allison will be helping me out with this. At number five, we have Ronnie Lee Gardner. In the October 28th, 1985 issue of the Salt Lake City Herald Journal, convicted murderer Ronnie Lee Gardner was quoted as saying, I'd prefer to die of old age, your honor, but if it ain't possible, I'll take the firing squad. In 2010, yes, 2010, he was put to death by firing squad in Utah. Allison, tell the people what his last meal was. His last meal was a lobster tail, steak, apple pie with vanilla ice cream, and 7-Up. He also requested to watch the Lord of the Rings film trilogy while he ate his meal. Oddly specific. (laughs) Did he make it all the way through all of them? Apparently he had this meal two days before the firing squad. So I think he was allowed to watch the full trilogy because that's how long it takes. As Peter Jackson. Extended edition? I don't know. Peter Jackson doesn't know how to end a movie. So that makes about sense that it would take 48 hours to get through the trilogy. He must have fallen asleep during his meal, right? There's no way you can stay awake for all that uh, boring-ass uh, <laughs> We can't shit on Nathan for it. I, I, hate, I hate every single one of you. <laughs> <laughs> he only made the list because of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, so we can shit on Nathan. <laughs> Number four, John Wayne Gacy. We unfortunately know the story of Gacy too well. Pogo the clown cosplayer and KFC manager turned serial killer was put to death by lethal injection for the murder of 33 boys and young men. His last meal? As reported in Insider, Gacy's last meal included a bucket of original recipe Kentucky Fried Chicken, 
French fries, 12 fried shrimp, and a pound of strawberries. Jeez. I like how I managed three KFC and it's the best food I've ever had. I want to go out with KFC and strawberries. Uh, a fun fact, a friend of mine from college, Sharon, uh, her parents lived across the alley and like down four houses from John Wayne Gacy. So that yeah. is terrifying. Isn't that John terrifying? Wayne Gacy lived in Roseville for a few months and did construction in the building where my dad's law offices are. Huh? Don't go it's digging terrifying. there. Do not go digging there, please. Uh, number three. We're going to jump across the pond a little bit here. This is Matthias uh, Kniesel. Uh, in 1901, Kniesel was put on trial for murder and armed robbery in Germany. After being sentenced to death, after, sorry, after being sentenced to the death penalty, plus 15 years, he allegedly sarcastically remarked, well, that's a good start to the week according to Wikipedia. And before being decapitated by guillotine, he consumed six glasses of beer. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, Timothy McVeigh. Responsible for the 1995 Oklahoma City bombing, McVeigh was convicted of use of weapon of mass destruction and eight counts of first-degree murder for the deaths of law enforcement officers. What did he request as his last meal? Two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream. So weird. <laughs> These just get weirder and weirder as we go down the list. Jesus. But nothing is as weird as this number one. Number one, Victor Fuger. Before he was hung by the neck in 1963, uh, Fuger was convicted for killing Dr. Edward Barthels in Illinois with a gunshot to the head. For his last meal, this is what he requested. Allison? A single olive with the pit still in it. When he was buried, the olive pit from his last meal was in his suit pocket. Upon further reading, he thought it would grow a peace tree as he was buried, as a tree would grow from his stomach. A single olive. (laughs) And it was just the weirdest thing. We we did a lot of research for this one today, folks, and it was very, very odd. (laughs) Yeah. And that's um, this week edition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I was going to say, anyone who loves mint chocolate chip ice cream, you got to try, if you live in the Chicago area, Dean's Windy City Minty Fudge Blast. It's it's mint chip, but instead of chips, it's like a fudge kind of swirl. It's delicious. I love it. McVeigh so would have loved that it was called Blast. So mm-hmm. that's... Oh. <laughs> oh. Brian. I went there. Too soon. Too that soon. is low brow, just like Timothy McVeigh's brow, because he had a pronounced one. Okay, keep going. And um, that's this week's edition. Jesus Christ. Uh, generously <sighs> scoring today's game from the Ernst family has been... Allison. <laughs> the man erratically <laughs> shucking corn under the desk, swearing it's not what it looks like it's been, has been. <laughs> Nathan Henninfent, the corn husking hunk. <laughs> and the proud owner of not one, but two copies of Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides has been. The Flaming Flamingo. <laughs> <laughs> and I have been Brian Ernst, and as BizBear always says, when Talcum and Rub-A-Dub ask you to buy Girl Scout cookies, you say yes. Auf Zane and adios.
You've just listened to Uber Cinco, a production of UBK Studios. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your fine podcasts from. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, please visit our Patreon site at patreon.com slash UBK Studios. Every little bit helps us keep the lights on and the bill collectors at bay. Keep tabs on us on all the social media at UBK Studios, and most importantly, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see that we really are just a bunch of good Midwestern boys. Yeah.